Welcome to Diving Into Writing with me, Lucinda Pebre and Marielle Smith. Join us as we dive beyond the surface of our writing practice. So by the time this one goes out, it will be New Year. And we we decided in our wisdom that we were going to talk about the practice of surrendering. Yes, and more specifically, whether there's anything we feel we need to surrender to during 2023. And then you drew the tarot cards and we were advised to do some preparation. Yes. Well, yeah, it was it was a, a, one, a card from one of my Oracle decks, which is all about, and it really fitted, because it's very much, for me, the card speaks about setting intentions and manifestation. So becoming very clear about what you want, because if you're clear about what you want, it's you will direct your energy towards it. Ah. I like that. Moving towards it. Like if you don't have an idea, if you don't repeat certain intentions to yourself, then you're going to get off track. I mean, I'm really great at that, like getting off track part. Yeah. It's about the repetition, I think. It's about being very clear about what you want and reminding yourself. Okay. So I wouldn't have adopted Luca then. (laughs) But to be clear about what I wanted. I'm not so sure about that. I, 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 I feel that Luca was meant to be. Mm. Mm. I, I feel reluctantly that he was meant to be here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but maybe the reluctance has nothing to do with him and more to do with you. That's, expectations. That is very true. That is very true. He's here to teach me. Yes, because if you were very clear about what you wanted, maybe you would have started this journey differently. Yeah. I mean, I still think you've ended up in a good place with him. Yeah, yeah. But maybe you took the long way round. Yeah, the hard route. <laughs> Which so fun. We keep doing that, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Perhaps if I surrendered more. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, but let's talk about that. Like, Let's talk about... Um, because I am very much like, I'm very much a goal setter, as you know, like I have this huge Kanban board. Yeah, yeah. But when I think about 2023, now I'm also doing uh, on, on my like divination Instagram and in my in one of my Facebook groups, I'm doing a, a, um, a tarot challenge. So it's all about, okay, so what are your goals for 2023? the different quarters and and what do you what what is, what is a challenge going to be and how can you best go go about these challenges and stuff like that and what's coming up for me especially in the first quarter is the need to get proper rest yeah which is not something that i'm i'm not good at getting rest mm. because there's so much to do and so much of it is fun but it made me think that maybe 2023 for me is very much about creating space for the things that I need to actually be voiced and sort of come to the fore and then surrender to those. Yeah. Instead of, you know, 
just keep pushing, keep pushing, create space to hear what I need and then make it happen. Does that make um, sense? Yeah. And for me, thinking about, I'm, I'm quite resistant to planning at the moment. Okay. It's like a fear of, um, I don't know, a fear of the future, I think. Is it a fear that you're not going to be able to stick to your plans? There's an element of that there. Um, but there's also, I don't know, I've just got a real resistance about making plans or thinking ahead. Not so much setting goals. Oh, no, there's an element of that as well. <laughs> I think it feels like added pressure or stress. And mm -hmm. so much of this year has been about just surviving. <laughs> You know how this goes. I hadn't thought about this until you started talking about setting goals for 2023. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that thought at all. <laughs> Whole body in resistance. Yeah, yeah. I don't like even thinking about 2023. How bad's that? I don't know if it's bad. I think it's, um, I've seen it everywhere. Like everybody's now, and it's kind of meant as a joke, but I mean, <laughs> if everybody's sharing it, it's no, no longer a joke. There's a big kernel of truth in there is those things that you get these, um, it, it's like it's shared on Instagram and Facebook, like nobody claimed 2023 is their year. Okay. We're going to enter it quietly, softly. We're not going to spook it. Right. We're just going to accept what it's going to offer to us. And we're not going to make a fuss about it. So I've, the trepidation, I think, even though we joke about it, I, I do think that, as a, that we are experiencing a collective trepidation about what the next year is going to bring because it's been shit mm. over the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this year particularly has been a big struggle for me personally. Yeah. So I think that's why where my reluctance comes from. I get it though, because I'm usually, it's, it's, it's when we record this, it's the 19th of December. And usually by now I've, I've have my, I have my plans ready for next year. Yeah. And I just realized, oh, it's like December is almost done and I have nothing. Well, I mean, I have a few loose things, but nothing is set in. And usually I have like, you know, January to December and it, I'm not going to stick to it. That's not the point. Yeah. But I have a direction. Yeah. I don't really at the moment. I do. I, I have it. Okay. I put it in my planner for this week to sit down and actually think through because I am purposefully going to plan my bare minimum so that I can create space. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do that. I need to do that. I, I, I need to decide what i want you don't need to have your i'm gonna write six books this year plans right like nobody says yeah. you need to do that to yourself again yeah <laughs> but it can just be as simple as i'm gonna finish this book mm. um yeah or like um i want to spend this much of my writing time dedicated to the book you're working on with marcus yeah 
like it can be very th this is why i like like if you're afraid of goals just set intentions yeah because they're softer i feel yeah Um, yes i'll I'll have to think about that yeah and it's also if you set an attention and you don't do it it feels less of a failure i think mm. i like a combination like i will set goals but like i said like i want to set goals this year to keep myself from doing too much mm. so my my goals are also going to be have like X amount of hours each week to where I plan nothing so that I can do whatever calls to me in the moment. Yeah. Because that's like, we were supposed to prepare for this. You didn't do it. I did. <laughs> um, which, is, which is surprising, actually, because <laughs> I tend to forget. Um, but I, I, this morning I was like, oh, wait, we were supposed to draw up a list. So one of the things actually on my list, I have some bullet points is that I want to surrender to my creative flow. Oh, I like that. Because right now it's very limited, like especially for fiction writing, it's like an hour in the morning. That's the space I, I, I have given it, right? Yeah. And now I'm working on a new series idea. So over the past two weeks, whenever I had time, I was writing more. So I wrote down that I want to create more space for my creativity to flow when it wants to, instead of like being very boxed off about, you know, this is my creative time and this is not. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, surrender. Cause, and we talked about this um, as well, that 2022 wasn't a very creative. It was not a not creative year for me, but it's the year I published the least books since I started publishing. Yeah. I haven't been working on many new things. And that has felt like such a dream. So I definitely want to surrender. Uh, and, and by surrender, I mean, for me, that, may, me, that means creating space in my schedule and not fill it up with other stuff. That sounds like a plan. Yeah, I'm hope for me, it's very hard because all the things I have on my list have absolutely the opposite to do with making money. So it's all things that I need to take space for, that I need to, that I want to create space for, and I think I need to create space for. But it also means there will be less time to dedicate to things that are actually like, like clients and stuff like that to, to actually create money. Yeah, that's, that's a difficult thing for me. That trust that if I take care of myself and my needs, like my emotional, physical, spiritual needs, then the rest will get sorted. So that is maybe something else to surrender to, this this trust. Well, surrender is sort of trust, isn't it? The, yes. the two are combined, aren't they? Yeah, I think so, yeah. You've got to you've got to have some trust in the universe or that everything's going to be okay if you're surrendering. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I think I'm ready because I've been wanting to do that for years, right? But it's it's so ingrained, like those fears, mm. right? The, the fear of 
failure, um, scarcity mindset. And, and it's it's not just me. I know I see it in a lot of people. It's so ingrained in us. And I think that's because of where we're from. Mm. Like who the people who raised us, this kind of society that we live in, like we live in a very neo-capitalist society. So if you're not doing anything that creates money, you're wasting time, right? And so yeah. going against that grain, to me, it feels a bit like I'm choking myself. Yeah. But at the same time, it feels kind of like choking myself to go with that with that particular, like, you know, go with everybody, what, what everybody else is doing. Because yeah. I see it's not healthy for me. I mean, I don't think it's healthy for anyone, uh, but it's definitely not healthy for me. And that's something I can do. Like, I don't, I, I can't help other people, but I can help myself. When I was thinking about it, because although I didn't write anything down, I have been thinking about it. And part of part of what I feel I need to surrender is the things that I can't do anything about. Mm-hmm. So surrendering to the belief that everything's going to be okay. So trust again. That's why I thought it's such a big part of it. Yeah, and not fighting to control things. That's my issue. I need to control everything so that I feel safe. And like that is very exhausting, right? It's a waste of energy. Yeah. And also I think this, this illusion of safeness, right? Like the only thing that's the only thing we can count on is that everything changes. Yeah. So we need to become comfortable with the fact that everything's always in flow. Yeah. And it's funny because before COVID, I was I was there. I, I had that for a while, this complete trust. Um and before COVID that sort of started to crumble, but then you know, when the pandemic hit and and, and all other things started happening, and you're just like it's really hard to stay trusting in that moment. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it comes down to survival, doesn't it? Yeah. And I think if you're surviving, right, there's a reason like, like all these, um, these things we're doing with, with, we're talking about, right. To a certain extent, these are all like first world problems. And the reason we have, we, we can have these problems. We can, we can think about these things is because we're beyond survival. If your daily life is about survival, maybe you don't deal with anxiety and depression and am I writing am I writing the book I want to write or am I writing the book I feel I need to write like why am I blocked like that is not relevant if you're fighting for survival. Yeah. So maybe we also sort of need to undo or or sort of unravel that we're still in survival mode. Yes, yeah. There is is an element of that because once you've been through what everyone's been through, it's you're not starting from where you were starting from before. No, so I think, so first of all, I think that, you know, being in survival mode kind of kills creativity. Yeah. And then, so when, when you move, 
past something like this pandemic, I think we need to take stock. And like you said, like we're not we're not where we were. Like we're not the same people. So you need to take stock at where you are, what you want to do, like what the you now wants to do, mm. and then how to best go about it. And I think for a lot of people, a lot has, a lot has changed. I think to a certain extent, the pandemic has really taught us a lot about how we want to be in the world and how we do not want to be in the world. So we cannot simply pick up our pen and just, I think we need to sort of recalibrate or something. But the fighting makes a lot of sense to me Mm -hmm. um, because I've been, I've, I've seen that a lot around me, people who like, but then like the fighting to go back to the way things were or the go back to being the author they were before everything went down. Yeah. But maybe it's 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 not about that. Maybe it's about surrendering to where you are now and then just working with that. Yeah. So how are you going to do it? I, I, well, first of all, recognizing that that's what you're doing or recognizing what aspects it's not going to help to fight in. Going with yeah. the flow of things and trying to, I don't know, be in tune with the signs that you should be going in a certain direction. Is that a sign for you when you hear like a should, where you start thinking in terms of should? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know I know what you're saying. But I think I don't. I, I think there's part of me, but that believes that there's a way. There's an easy route, and well, we've talked about it, haven't we? That easy route and the difficult route to get to the same spot, mm-hmm. <laughs> and rather than taking the difficult route all the time, I'd like to take the easy route. <laughs> And perhaps that's just a fantasy, though. It's like trying to write a novel the easy way when there is no easy way. (laughs) How about maybe they're not different routes? Maybe they're the same path, but the way you go about the path. Like you can bump into obstacles or you can maybe slide around them. Yeah, or go over them or through them. Yes, you don't need to hit your head, and I think that might be a mindset thing. Yeah, I think that that is what surrender. I, I don't think we have different paths, but I think it feels harder or easier, you know, based on how you walk it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, this is just, I'm just sucking this out of my thumb. So I might make no sense, but just thinking, just thinking about whether it's a, whether it's perspective that makes it harder or easier. Yeah. 
I don't know. It's definitely, there's definitely something to be said for mindset. But quite a lot of our decisions aren't based on intuition. They're based on where we think, like you say, we should be or where we should be going rather than going with the flow. It'd just be an, interest, an interesting experiment to go with the flow for a little while. Yeah. So that would mean going with your gut instead of your, what should we call it, ego, um, the rational part of your brain, the logical part of your brain, fear. So that sounds quite scary in itself, doesn't it? <laughs> it just sounds quite scary in itself doing that. Well, it's hard. Like I think like saying I want to go with the flow, right? It's it's quite easy to say, but how does one do it? Yeah. Because I don't I think we're programmed to not go with the flow. Yeah, yeah. Or the way our lives are set up doesn't allow us to go with the flow. Yeah, and that's something we created we created ourselves, right? Mm. Like we're absolutely um what's the word? God, I can't remember the word. Complicit. Yes, yeah. In in how we set up. So it all it's also about looking at how we are thwarting our own sort of ability to create space for things just to happen, to not get completely thrown off when something that we didn't see coming happens. Yeah. Um, and just accept that and this is, again, the trust that you have what it takes to go with this obstacle or with this curveball or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Yeah, and so it, it boils down to trust again. We didn't know we'd be talking about trust, did we? Nope, nope. And that is, like, for me, like I said, like, even before, the, so this started sort of, I, I started losing this before the pandemic hit, just the pandemic just made it worse. But when I moved to Cyprus, I trusted. I was full of trust. I was confident. And then... I kind of felt like no matter what happens, I'll be carried. Mm. Right. So I can move to another country and I can quit my day job and I can just see what happens. And if it doesn't happen, literally the worst case scenario, somebody will offer me a roof over my head, like my mother or a friend, like this, not like I'm not going to be homeless. Like I have mm. too many people who care about me. And that was very nice feeling. <laughs> Yeah. But that sort of started slipping away from me after I moved um, here. And I think that is because I started creating solidity around me again. Yeah. Right. So, and a community as well. Because when I moved here, I, I had nothing to lose. And it's very easy to trust when you have nothing to lose. But then when you start creating community around you, you know, you get your house and then, you know, you have things to lose again. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think for me that was, and I want, I, I have been trying to get back to that, that feeling of trust that I'm just literally going to do what I feel the need to do right now. And I'm going to trust that I'm being guided by something that knows much better than I do than what's about what's going on and what I need. And then just trust that that's going to pay my bills, get me in contact with the right people, allow me to enjoy my life. Um, yeah. So maybe 2023 is the perfect year to sort of cultivate that a bit more again. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure, you know, when you say about enjoying your life as well, I'm not sure life is for enjoying. <laughs> oh, oh, I agree. I disagree. Do you think life is for enjoying? I am not sure that. I'm yeah, I sure. do. What else is it for? Learning. Oh well, yes, but nobody says that learning cannot be enjoyable. Yeah, but but there's so many aspects of life that is a struggle. Yeah, but suffering we create ourselves. That's true, but well, sometimes it's true. Yeah, but I mean, but it's it's again mindset, right? Yeah, and it's it's I mean. Us humans, we're very attached to things. I think that that causes the biggest struggle. So having a healthy balance there, I think, keeps a lot of struggle. Yeah, on the sidelines, um, and also seeing the beauty in certain things. Like we can be—it's it, again like the mindset. So, okay, example, not writing related, but you know that. Back in the Netherlands, my ex still has my cats, right? Our cats. Yeah. And one of them has been struggling with kidney failure. Yes. Yes. So she passed, um, not oh. last weekend, but the weekend before. And kind of, kind of still a bit of a surprise. She had an accident. She fell off the bouquet. She hurt her tail. Yeah. It looked like it hadn't affected her kidneys, but on the Saturday... My ex went to have a shower. When he got out of the shower, she passed. She was like curled up on his side of the bed and she passed. So now he's thinking she got a very low dose of painkillers. Like because she, she was skinny already. Like she was never going to be the same because she, she did have really bad kidneys, but still thinking that's probably what pushed her over. Yeah. Uh, and it sort of went to show that the bit of kidney that, she, that was still working wasn't really doing a lot for her. And and she's very young, right? I don't think she was five even. Oh, bless. So I can go with that's unfair. And the, the cat we lost before her was even younger than that before we lost her to kidney failure. So I can go the whole it's not fair route. Or I can go, okay, so my biggest fear in all this, because we've been doing this for two years, right? Saying goodbye to her because the kidney stops and they start working again. And so yeah. we've been doing we've been doing this dance for a bit. So I automatically went with 
not that she's young and it's sad. I, I All this time, I was afraid that we would cut her life short because we couldn't see her suffering anymore. We couldn't deal with the suffering. And so we decided to put her down. And every each time we decided to put her down, the next morning, so the morning of the vet appointment, she bounced back. Yeah. as Almost as if she heard, right? So she decided to go by herself. And I had I found such peace in that. Of course, I cried, right? Yeah. But I found such peace that she's. It took. She's. How do I say that? She's been struggling for so long, but she simply took her sweet time. And when her time came, she did. She was. She was. She just. She just did it. Yeah. So that's a perspective thing. Like yeah. I could have. I could have gone with she's young. It's unfair. Why do we end up with the, the young cats with kidney failure? Like, why are we, why are we brought this suffering? And, and I said at the beginning, cause when, when, when we learned this, that she also had kidney failure, my ex was like, what is this bullshit? Right. This is the second cat. Like, what did we do to deserve this? And I'm like, I actually think that the reason these cats pick us, because we were, we were picked both time in the shelter. They were like, you know, clung to us the moment we entered the space they were in. I think they picked us because they knew we would give them the space. And we would spend extraordinary amounts of money trying to keep them healthy. Mm. We wouldn't throw them away just because they were sick and disposable. So that is a mind for me, that is mindset. Yeah. So you see how one can be about suffering. Yeah. And the other one is about, yes, it hurts, but it's beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. But that, that is like that is, I try to be more about that, right? Because over the past couple of years, I've had a bit of struggle <laughs> uh, with the whole suffering thing as well. And I think we all did because it's really hard to stay sane um, when everything you know crumbles around you. Yeah. Uh, and it's not the other thing is it's the there are when you lose someone whether it be an animal or a person there are lots of layers aren't there to the loss it's not yes it's not straightforward that you so that you can think well they've had a good life and what have you but you've yeah. still you've still got to deal with the loss of them not being there and that's what I did, right? I did have my cry. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you if you if you don't acknowledge that, if you just move to like when somebody dies and they're old, people will go like, oh, but they had a, like what you said, you had a, they had a good life. Let's not bypass, right? Like we can still feel the nasty feelings first before we feel the peace, because otherwise it's not real peace. Yeah. You do have to move through. Yeah. So yes. I had my cry and and then automatically I didn't have to fight that. Like I didn't go the whole negative route, right? Um, but yet I, I would love to get that mindset back more solidly this year as well. Yeah. Because it gives me a lot of peace. And it, I feel it makes me more resilient actually. Yeah. It's easy to bounce back. Um. So what we've discovered <laughs> is that we need to surrender to the things we don't have control over. And the fact is that we don't have control over a lot. Yeah. Um, 
because even when we think we do, we don't really. Uh, but that, that doesn't mean we cannot set intentions to how we want to. I don't think it's an excuse to just sit back and let life happen, right? Yeah, you yeah. do need to pick a direction. Yeah. And I, like I have loads of things I want to start doing or do more of in 2023 that have that is sort of rerouting what I've been doing. Yeah. Rerouting. Yeah. Um, but it's all surrender. It's all things that have been nagging at me. So this year I want to, again, create space for that. Um, and, and do these things. Yeah. Allow myself to do these things. So my creative work, all my other stuff. Um, yeah. And yeah, I, but also, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I need to find the space in my brain to be able to set those intentions. Well, I think that is the thing. Like this sort of collective trauma that we've been dealing with, it, it doesn't leave a lot of space for that. No. So I'm wondering whether this is the moment where we can maybe breathe a little bit. Yeah. And start thinking again, okay, life still might not be in my control, but at least I'm starting to feel like I can tell source, universe, whatever you want to call it, where I intend to be, where I want to go. Yes. Instead of just seeing yourself as a victim of, you know, first we have pandemic and then we have wars and like everything, all the prices are changing and let's focus on yeah. where we want to be. Let it be a good year. Yes. Or a flowy, surrendery, accept the things you cannot change and change the things you can not accept kind of year. It'll be interesting to see where we end up. Oh, yes. We probably need to re-listen to this by the end of 2023. <laughs> see how badly we fucked up. Yes. Or how wonderfully we did. Oh, how wonderfully. That is, I like that. Yeah. I mean, the pessimist in me, I've, I'm, I'm not a cynic, um, but I definitely have a cynical streak and it's been rearing its ugly head recently. <laughs> very, very cynical and pessimistic. Um yeah, not about everybody else's, but about my work. Yeah, specifically. Yeah, so also something I probably need to surrender to. So much surrendering to do, Lou. So much trusting to do. Oh, that's the biggest struggle for me—the trusting, gaining the trust back. Yes. Yeah, but I'm here for it. I and you've, it. you've done it once as well. That's the other thing. Yeah, I wish I remembered how I got there. Mm, perhaps you need to take a different route anyway now. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. Let's see if we can get it back. I can get it back, whether you can get it going. <laughs> see how yeah. this year is going to unravel for us. Yeah. Let's. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Have a great new year. You too. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter or visit our website at divingintowriting.com. We'd love to hear from you, and if you'd like to leave us a review, we'd be ever so grateful. Bye for now.